please stand and turn to the font. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who forgives all our sin, whose mercy endures forever. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved in the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Rejoice in this good news. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O oh God, the strength of all who hope in you, because we are weak mortals, we can accomplish nothing good without you. Help us to see and understand the things we ought to do and give us grace and power to do them. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today by loving the Lord your God, by walking in the Lord's ways, and by observing God's commandments, decrees, and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other deities and serve them, 
I declare to you today that you shall perish and shall not live long in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying the Lord, and holding fast to your God. For that means life to you and length of days, so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Word of God, word of life. reading from 1 Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. <laughs> 
Even now, you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh, and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building. Word of God, word of life. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you, if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a sibling, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go, and first be reconciled to your sibling, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser, while you are on the way to court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out unless you've paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. 
For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right eye, right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Well, that gospel is sure to get a reaction out of you. And we preachers want you to react so you don't fall asleep, particularly at the early 8 or 9 a.m. services, or so you don't open your phone when you're bored, or you don't make a grocery list in your mind. We want some reaction, some recognition, a nod, a laugh, maybe some anger, Maybe in some sermons, a tear. Maybe some regret or determination. Now, wouldn't you agree with a lot of scripture texts that we hear in church? We go into what I call the default blank-eyed stare. I see you, I know. <laughs> We've heard the stories before, right? We know what the preacher's gonna say sometimes. In fact, someone told me they heard a priest use the exact same Christmas Eve story for three years in a row. So one member, one family member, bet another that they'd hear it again that year. And they did. And people around them must have wondered why one particular pew was just kind of rocking from the folks trying to hold back their laughter, especially since the story wasn't funny at all. <laughs> but today, all I have to do is read that gospel and you have some reaction. Anger, as bad as murder. Lust, as bad as cheating on your spouse. Remarriage is adultery. And if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, tear it out. The gospel of the Lord prays to you, O Christ. 
So what is your reaction? Just dismiss it as an ancient religious text out of touch? Or maybe you're wondering, hey, preacher man, what are you going to do with this one? <laughs> Today's readings are about keeping the commandments, the law, the ordinances of God. Now, on first glance, it seems like Jesus is making things harder. After all, last week he said, unless our righteousness exceeds that of the ultra-pious, we won't enter the kingdom of God. So is that what we're going for? A certificate for being a super-Christian who does the right thing, says the right thing? Plenty of folks these days want to flee a religion that is legalistic. Our congregation and its pastors are committed to helping people rediscover faith communities as life-giving, not all about rules or fear-based religion. But wait a minute. Hold your reaction to this text. Jesus is saying something radical, but maybe not in the way we first thought. First, remember that Jesus is a devout Jew who loves the Torah, the law, with all his heart. The law is life-giving. As one writer reminds us, keeping the law is a matter of one's inner disposition, one's Heart. It's more than simply what one's hands are up to, what one's mouth says, what one does under the belt. Yet we're not off the hook, far from it. Much of the time, we human beings react without thinking. We push send without calming down. We out self-hatred to half of the country, right? On the wrong side of the issues. We objectify people's bodies. We give lip service to truth-telling while slandering people. In these deeply partisan times, journalist Ezra Klein says helpful anger, and there is such a thing as helpful anger, is one thing. But he notices these days something going on he calls anti-politics. It's not anger, it's contempt. I don't even need to deal with you. I'm just writing you or a whole slew of the population off. And in light of today's gospel, that's a kind of violence. Oh, well, everybody's doing it, we say. Everybody's posting on Facebook, even church people. We're just human. Well, one of the main challenges we have as human beings in general, but especially in these times, is our reactivity. It's called the amygdala hijack. You know, the amygdala, the oldest part of the brain, the reptilian part, the fight, flight, freeze part. It gets us in trouble. 
rather than thinking first, rather than cooling down first, rather than taking a breath, we are reactive rather than responsive. And I'm preaching to myself here, right? This is all of us. So we act impulsively. We blurt out. We demean people. We let jealousy and quarreling take over. As Paul notes in our second reading, our posts become rants. Our anxiety and our insecurity, they just take over everybody. So it becomes about our own pleasure, our own security, our own reputation, and that makes it easy to take advantage of other people emotionally, sexually, politically, and sometimes religiously. Jesus has some great advice today to help move us from reaction to response. Now, I don't know what your reaction to the sharing of the peace ritual is in church if you had to define it to someone. Hmm, Sounds like a little intermission, a seventh inning stretch where people say good morning to one another. Or maybe you're kind of a shy person that dreads that where you have to turn to six people next to you. But think of it this way. When you're estranged from someone, maybe in this space, Or maybe in your home or workplace, Jesus is saying, go to them, shake their hand, embrace them, then come to communion. For what we practice here in this liturgy is what we seek to live outside these doors. So perhaps some of us think a bit too highly of ourselves. And today's texts are a reality check. If we have a defensive reaction, perhaps this is an invitation to take off our mask, to look into our heart, and then fall on the grace and mercy of God. But for those of us already dealing with a fragile self-image, it's a different wake-up call. This isn't about self-loathing. Last weekend, we had 22 kids at a youth retreat. Their theme was the Ten Commandments, and at the heart of the commandments is God's desire that human community flourish through the greatest commandment, love for God and love for neighbor and a healthy love for self. Sin. Spiritual writer Richard Rohr invites us to see sin, like addiction, as a destructive disease. Instead of something for which we're culpable, or punishable, or makes God unhappy. If we need to say sin makes God unhappy, it is because God loves us, desires nothing more than our happiness, and wills the healing of this disease we call sin. I don't know about you, but doesn't it feel like these days we have no agency? That everything is just set. We have no control over our lives or the world or politics. It's months from the election and people are absolutely sure they know the outcome. So much can happen, right? It's easy to be sucked into a negative rabbit hole that everything's going to pieces and there's nothing we can do. But we can, and we become reactive rather than responsive in those moments, which leads 
to the great wisdom, the great hope from Deuteronomy. Choose life. Choose life, not death and destruction. In other words, choose to interpret these scriptures through a liberating lens that tells the truth of who we are and the humbling reality that we cannot save ourselves. Choose life. God desires shalom, a beloved community, a way of life that honors the dignity of all people. So instead of treating people like they are disposable, Jesus calls us to a righteousness that reflects the heart of God. It's living our baptism. So I don't know what your reaction is right now. And I don't know about you, but this is why I need a community of faith. I cannot do this on my own. We practice our faith together. We take deep breaths together. We confess our sins and faults together. We leave this place as a community to make a difference in the whole Chicagoland area together. We take stands against injustice, not with contempt for those who differ from us, but with empathy, with empathy for the brokenness right under the surface of everyone. You've heard it said, can I get an amen? But I say to you, can I get a reaction? In other words, keep responding. Keep choosing life and keep living your baptism. Amen.
trusting that God hears us, let us pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. Shepherding God, you protect and guide us with your word. Lead your church into ever closer relationship with you, that we might better know your commands, hold fast to your decrees, and live in your law. Lord, in your mercy. God of the cosmos, heaven and earth bear witness to the splendor of all you have created. Restore reciprocity between humankind and all our relations in the wider world, that we may live in harmony with the creatures you have made. Lord, in your mercy, hear our God of peace, you show solidarity with all who suffer. Bring an end to violence, war, and discrimination, and all other forms of deadly hate, that we may experience your love through the power of justice. Lord, in your mercy, hear our God of hope, you provide bountifully for all people. Use our voices and the witness of our lives to alleviate global injustice and eliminate poverty, that all may benefit from the abundant gifts that you pour out for your people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our God of growth, you nurture this community Cultivate in us a spirit of service to one another and bless the mission and ministries of this congregation. We remember especially those in any kind of need, especially Mark, and those we name aloud or in our hearts. in your mercy. God of our ancestors, we give you thanks for our forebearers in the faith who now rest in your eternal grace, especially Blessed Mary and Martin Luther. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Confident that you are able to accomplish more than we can even dare to ask, we bring our prayers before you trusting in your saving grace, revealed in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always.
a great joy to gather with you on this Sunday, this Lord's Day with sunshine in Chicago. Thank you for being here and a welcome, especially if you're a guest or a newcomer. There are yellow slips in the pew racks, uh, which we invite you to fill out and place in the offering basket on the way to communion. And also, if you're new, there's information that may be helpful to you on page 18 and 19, especially um, information about Q&As that we occasionally have, uh, a tour of the church, and, and also on the top of page 19, if you're ready to become um, a member and deepen your ties to this congregation. We seek to welcome all here, but it is not just welcome, it's the things that we stand against, sin and injustice, and for this congregation, especially uh, the way we are wasteful of resources and, 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 and our care for the earth, uh, racism and sexism, heterosexism and xenophobia. This is a congregation that takes those stands, hoping that we will do that with love for the neighbor, especially those who differ from us. Following worship, you're invited to join us for a cup of coffee over here. And particularly for folks at this 9 a.m. liturgy, there's a sign-up. If you're willing to bring uh, some treats for coffee hour, this will be over on the table. There's some instructions there, and you can also always ask Bo for some more information as well. If you'll turn to page 17, you'll notice that Lent is coming up. Ash Wednesday is a week and a half away. And please notice our two services here and two services at HG Loop. We are a church in two sites and we have a mission congregation in the South Loop and you may work downtown and find those two services may work better for you on that day. We also have a number of Lenten um, books for you to use uh, during Lent for reflection and prayer, and those are at several places in the back of the church. Today's gospel talks about if you're leaving your gift at the altar, go be reconciled. Well, literally, our offering plate is on the way to the altar because we don't pass it. And many of you know that is uh, for a number of reasons, that more and more folks, I understand, don't carry money with them. Um, or the majority of our congregation gives online. And thanks to Bo, we have now a little um, Venmo place on the back of your bulletin, if that works for you as well. But it's a good chance to talk about offerings for a moment. Sometimes people think that the diocese or the synod subsidizes a congregation, which in our case is not true, that it is our congregation and you that faithfully support our ministry in a number of ways. And it's not just keeping the lights on, it's fulfilling our mission in many ways, the building, the staff, and something people may not know because some are newer to Lutheranism or our church, and that is we give a certain percent of what we receive to the mission of our synod, which is like a diocese, and our denomination, the ELCA. And through that, your offerings support missions around the world, work with global hunger, uh, world hunger, justice ministries, colleges, seminaries, social service agencies, and so, so much more. So as you all offer your gift either today or online, please remember the ways that we are connected to a church that is more than just on this corner, but part of the mission of Christ across the world. And with that in mind, in our call to be servants, we sing the hymn now, which is on page seven.
Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so, with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending Holy God, you alone are holy. You alone are God. The universe declares your praise beyond the stars, beneath the sea, within each cell, with every breath. We praise you, O God. We praise you, O God. Generations bless your faithfulness through the water by night and day, across the wilderness, out of exile, into the future. We bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. We give you thanks for your dear son at the heart of human life, near to those who suffer, beside the sinner, among the poor, with us now. We thank you, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God. 
in the night in which he died for us, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering his love for us on the way, at the table, and to the end, we proclaim the mystery of faith. We pray for the gift of your spirits in our gathering within this meal among your people throughout the world. Blessing, praise, and thanks to you, holy God, through Christ Jesus, by your spirit, in your church, without end. Trusting in God's tender motherly care, let us pray as Jesus taught us. The eyes of all wait upon you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing.
our food. We give you thanks for sustaining us with the body and blood of your Son. By your Holy Spirit, enliven us to be his body in the world, that the more and more we give you praise, your serve and your earth hand its many peoples. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Life is indeed short, and we do not have much time to gladden the hearts of those who walk the way with us. So be swift to love, make haste to be kind, and the blessing of the triune God who made us, who loves us and goes before us, be upon you and all those whom you love this day and always.